0: How did Smash It start? Yeah, Smash It uh, started in, I believe, 1998. Uh, I was born in 97. So uh, what happened was uh, my Uncle Jeff and my Uncle Rusty used to work for a Paulist Demolition Derbies. They just did, you know, a couple county fairs around Ohio. And then uh, the, the guy that put it on basically was fed up with it, didn't really want to deal with all the people and, you know, all the drama and everything like that. So he, he you know, pretty much went ballistic at a derby one day and, like, declared that he was selling. And uh, my dad and uncles just so happened to be there and pretty much, I don't know, I wasn't there, obviously. I don't know if they bought it on the spot, but they, oh. uh, they bought it for 2,500 bucks It came with eight county fair contracts and then the old Smasher trailer that we still use to this day when we have multiple derbies in one day, so
1: sure, it's pretty cool. uh, How big is your team?
0: uh, All in all, uh, we probably have 10 or 12 people that go around to all the county fairs that Uh, really help us out whether it's inspecting or you know taking pit passes or anything. All the people that work for us all summer are are already at, but you know, Blizzard Bash and Bash for Cash. So we're really like a a tight knit group. We talk to each other pretty much every day. So it's
1: so how does that work? You guys have shows on the same, on the same day, you know, multiple shows on the same day,
0: yeah, yeah. So like we have, uh, 36 shows in total if you count blizzard bash the bash for cash and capital city okay and so uh you know just so happens that a couple of county fairs that we have the fairs want them on you know certain dates so uh what will happen is my dad will go out and do one with our split crew and then uh chuck which is my cousin and uh jeff's son we'll go out and do another one so okay. it, it's uh pretty hectic but all the people that have been working for us have been working for us forever so we don't really you know boss them around they know what they're doing at this point. Sure.
1: so are you i mean i'm assuming you're at one of the shows or all of the shows at all yeah. times yeah
0: right i'll be at all the shows except for you know the ones that we have double book but
1: sure so what do you i mean as far as when you go to a show are you teching or are you just officiating just it, kind of
0: it really depends logistics like, <laughs> i i feel the gap i feel the gaps at the county fairs for sure one one day i'll be in the trailer taking registrations one time i'll be you know inspecting and flagging the derby it just really depends on you know uh who is working for us that day what we need i've kind of done i've done everything from sell pit passes t-shirts the registration trailer flagged inspected I, i've pretty much done every job nowadays mm-hmm. so i know just most of what i'm doing
1: right is there's anyone is anyone doing it full-time or is it all side jobs for everybody
0: it, it's uh my dad and i's full-time gig and then everybody else really just does it on the side okay so he he's on the phone all day really so you know while he's talking to people i usually do all the administration stuff or you know i do all the social media stuff on the smash page so
1: yeah and as i tell everyone uh not everyone is in tune with the social media there's a lot that goes into it there's a lot uh, that it takes to just even just to post like daily or every other day it seems like it's easy, but it's really not. It's time consuming.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, like uh, lately, I've been posting like driver spotlights, basically. Yep. So, you know, I have to sift through, you know, Serena and everybody else's that hundreds and thousands of pictures just to find the coolest one that I can find of, you know, certain people. So right. that takes a lot more time than people really think about.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I have
0: a whole album on my phone where I just got smart about it. And, you know, if I see a cool picture, I'll save it already so I can use sure.
1: it. Later. Nice. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's you guys got a handful of big shows. I mean, Capital City, Blizzard Bash, Bash for Cash. I mean, they're all well known shows, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. They definitely, I mean, can't start that kind of show overnight, though. The Bash for Cash has been since 2008 and it wasn't even till 2014 I believe was when we first started paying 10,000 to win sure we just you know compounded into what it is today
1: right right yeah it uh you can you must have a lot of drivers though down there to be able to do multiple shows in a weekend and I mean we struggle up here to get drivers at one show that's got a lot of money and There's not really any other shows around.
0: (laughs) Right. I feel like Ohio is really like the Derby capital of the world. Like uh, an average county fair here in Ohio probably has 50 to 60 cars. And then there are some county fairs with, you know, 100 plus cars, 120 plus cars. Wow. So I I feel like there's just more people into the whole sport around here rather than more out west, like where you guys are from.
1: Right. No, it's super cool to see. I mean... I wish it was like that around here. Maybe 15 years ago it was like that, but as time goes on, people are quitting, and I don't know. Apparently, not getting their kids into it, or maybe it wasn't publicized enough around here. That's right. kind of, that's kind of what we're trying to do. Uh, get it out in the media as much as possible. So.
0: Right. But it's very hard for you guys to get, you know, aftermarket parts and all that kind of stuff too.
1: Yeah, uh, there's getting to be quite a few guys around the area though that are making parts, so it helps. Yeah, yeah there's <clears throat> there's I wouldn't say spinoffs, but there's a few guys that bought plasma tables. Um, I think Dixon, he's one of them. One of our point sponsors, Jordan Simic, uh, with Mohawk Metalworks. You know they they all bought plasma tables kind of during COVID, really, right. And, Kind of played around with it and now they started i wouldn't say they do everything but they do a lot of this stuff that's for sure
0: yeah that's good
1: you know i i'm the guy that still tries to build most of his own stuff just <laughs> just because that's just how i always have kind of built other than you know some of the necessities but
0: right you don't really need all the fancy parts like if you go around all the derbies and look at you know the guys that win everybody knows who they are if you really look at their cars they're most of the time it's really not all that fancy stuff that everybody has. It's really just, you know, the same right. set that they've been running for 20, 30 years.
1: Well, I assume you know Brady Larson. He's ran
0: yeah, of yeah. shows. If
1: yeah. You look at his car close enough. Um almost all of his stuff's homemade. And it's right. and he's one of the best drivers around. He wins right, exactly. almost everywhere he goes. If not winning, he's top five. It's right. almost all homemade. It's pretty cool to see that.
0: Yeah, Everybody, every I feel like on the outside looking in, I would think that I needed that, you know, new parts and all that kind of stuff. But right, it's no. it's all the same.
1: Yeah,
0: steel yeah. is still at the end of the day.
1: So you got bash for cash coming. That's a yep. big one.
0: Yep, next weekend. Uh yeah. we got, we got uh, twelve classes and uh, five hundred and thirty-one cars signed up pre-registered oh wow yeah so uh what we usually do is we'll take 50 in all the classes except for uh we took obviously the three-man team show we took 20 teams okay with uh 17 right now sure and then for the smash at mini class we uh we took 100 entries in that and that's full so we'll have heats and features in, in that class for a wow.
1: yeah I, I'm just I'm scrolling through all of your drivers lists. It's unreal. <laughs> I mean, you know, we don't get to see things like this around here. So it's it's cool to see. Um right. a lot of big names in there just from uh the quick scrolling I'm doing.
0: Right. I feel like the bash or cash is really it's it's similar in the fact this year that you know the ProStop teams is a team class like Blizzard Bash, but I feel like Blizzard Bash on your side of the world is more of the show that, you know, everybody wants to run where uh, everybody in our area really wants to run the bash for cash. So I feel like it's not on the same level. I feel like blizzard bash is way bigger show, a lot more action, but it's, it's still crazy. I, the, the bash for cash is definitely a county fair on steroids, so to speak.
1: Yeah. I, we've had a few people from around here run it, but, uh, I don't I guess off the top of my head, I don't know of anyone that's ever done well or good <laughs> at it. Yeah. Um, you know, if I the one guy I do know that ran it, oh my gosh, that's probably six years ago already. I think it was like a 17 hour drive from Shit. here. So, you know, that's that's kind of that's for me anyways, that's stretching it. That's getting pretty far. Right.
0: Right. I I can understand, you know, guys that don't want to do that. Obviously that would not be a fun time. It'd be cool to see, you know, people that run Buzzer Bash and, you know, people from Minnesota and out that way uh, come over to the Bash. But obviously with gas prices and everything else, I completely All understood. right.
1: And then Muse has his show next weekend, so. Right. I'm assuming that, he'll, he'll pull most of his, you know, Wisconsin right. slash Minnesota, you know, people.
0: Yeah, I was looking at the lineup for that. That looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, that should be a pretty good show yeah it'd be pretty good um I see you got a lot of vendors on the list, lots of vendors uh yeah. It, yeah it's just it's awesome to see how the sports came together where there's so many vendors involved doing different things they're all you know they're all not the same, which is nice to see as well um, right. who is uh Derby Nation? are they filming for you guys?
0: yeah, they'll be doing the live stream for us
1: okay cool yeah they've they've grown too i mean they're all over they're at almost all of the bigger shows i should say
0: right i feel like derby nation nowadays is starting to be like the espn for derby so yeah it's like you know three four years ago there wasn't too many of the bigger shows on there but now i feel like you know every weekend you could watch a derby so right it's pretty cool to see
1: no, it's super cool. And then you got a, you know, you got a few handful of guys. Well, High Octane, you met with them. They're starting yeah. to film quite a bit. And you got All For that Him. Track
0: shot live, all of them guys, yeah.
1: Yep. So there is other options, but yeah, Derby Nation's made it more, uh, I know they cost money, but they made it more streamlined, definitely, right. for the community. Right. So it's, it's easy. I mean, I guess I look at Derby Nation, it's easy for someone that's outside of the derby world like if i say i'm going to run somewhere i can tell my family just go to this link boom it's there you know it's super super easy in that aspect
0: right for sure it's like uh, a pay-per-view like wrestlemania or something like that
1: (laughs) right well hopefully someday uh these derbies get the views that WrestleMania gets.
0: <laughs> right. I I don't know if we'll ever get that big, like a NASCAR, NFL type of level. But I feel like the the sport has progressed in the last few years. Where you know, maybe five, ten years down the line, we'll maybe be as big as you know, dirt track racing or something right. like that. I
1: feel like yeah, I, I still think I've said this a few times. I still think there needs to be an overarching body. Kind of like your NASCAR and your, right. you know, otherwise everyone has, you know, you know how it is. Every promoter has right. their own idea. Every, you have an overarching body over everybody. Well, then, then it's kind of, you know, a set in stone rule set.
0: It's, it's just weird that, you know, you play a basketball game in uh, Ohio versus North Dakota. It's the same rules. But if you have a derby in Ohio versus North Dakota, the the rules and even the building, like, culture, so to speak.
1: Interpretation, everything.
0: It So I don't know if rules, you know, across the 50 states, that could work. But, you know, if you had one for each state or, you know, each region, that would be more realistic. I think that you could potentially do it for like the bigger shows like blizzard bash and mayhem and you know, right. all those kind of shows, but you'd have to have the same inspection crew, but can that whole crew get off that much work from their full-time job? So, I mean, it's gotta
1: be, that's the whole thing. If it's an overarching body, it's gotta be a full crew, their full-time employees,
0: right. like it's
1: their job every weekend. Right. It, I mean, it would be a, big overtaking but i mean yeah it's possible but someone's someone's got to start it that's the other problem right <laughs> you know you're pro- most likely will step on a lot of toes doing it
0: right exactly So everybody wants it their way and not any way else
1: yeah no it's yeah there's too many people that are trying to uh, reinvent the wheel or just do things to ruin other promoters and in that sense, so it it is sad to see that kind of stuff, but right. Sometimes you can only stop it at you know stop so much, right? I see you guys added a super stock teams class at Blizzard Bash.
0: Uh, street Stock Weld, yeah, Street Stock. It's basically the same rules, yeah. As Sam's, I think there's only a few differences. Sure. But, uh, what what had happened was we got. A good amount of national teams to come back, and then we only had six qualifying teams. Sure. So, so we, uh, you know, thought about it, and why don't we just combine it? So it's a it's going to be a twenty team national mod bracket, and then to replace the heats that you know qualifying would have had, we're right. having the street stock weld team. I'm not sure exactly, you know what classes will run on what days we haven't quite figured that out we're gonna figure that out after the bash for cash right So look out for more along those lines in you know june or so but
1: uh,
0: i think a lot of people wanted that class i think it's really the most popular class in that area right now so i mean uh one you got to give the people what they want and really if we're being realistic i think it'll be a better show that way
1: right did did you already i'm assuming you already uh put it out for people to sign up
0: yeah yeah it it sold out as quick as you'd think it did
1: yeah i kind of (laughs) figured anything with like uh street stock super stock whatever bone stock that stuff seems to just fly off the shelf usually yeah for
0: sure i mean it it's a lot less of a build. It's a lot cheaper nowadays. People are going to that route rather than, you know, the kicker cars or, you know, the mod cars. So, right. Just get it. The rules, it's, it's all circle. So, I mean, right now we're just into the stocker phase of it. So here right. in a, three years, I'm sure we'll be adding more steel, but we'll see how that goes
1: right right so you said you have something similar so your pro stock at bash for cash is similar to your like national class or
0: no no pro stock is more similar to like a sh- street stock well but a little bit more you're allowed to hump plate and a okay. couple of things you're not allowed down bars here in ohio and in this area you don't We we really don't run down bars like I feel like a lot of people it's common practice out there so that's another difference okay uh, like the the smash it class that we have that's uh basically a pro stock car except the only difference is in the pro stock class a lot of lower cradle and a mid plate and then the smash it class a lot of full protector and you know all that kind of stuff
1: okay what do you what's your uh oddest or biggest or the class everyone wants to get into for bash for cash. What's kind of the most sought after class?
0: Uh, I mean, really, they they all fill up pretty quick. I'd say just because there's so many people running it nowadays, the street stock classes are the ones that fill up the fastest. Sure. But, I mean, there's just flat out more street stock drivers nowadays, right? Than, than the built kind of
1: cars. Are you guys into the van stuff down there? Is it getting? Yeah. Bigger?
0: Uh, yeah, we got a van class. We we started that I don't know three four years ago, and we're starting to have more and more of them in the county fairs. I feel like the you know the compact cars and the minivans. It's much easier of a build, much cheaper. I feel like that might be taken over at the the county fair level around here at least.
1: Yeah, the vans, and maybe not so much here yet. I think it's still kind of new yet here. We only did it. Last year was kind of the first first year it was throughout shows, but uh like Minnesota and then South, it seems like it's really taken off in the last couple of years. Everyone's running vans. I don't know. Something new.
0: Yeah, I wanna try one one day. It looks like fun. There there's a lot more people that like to hit in those kind of classes though. It's it's weird how that happens.
1: Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I don't know. We'll see. I built the <laughs> van it's my first van too. I mean, I've ran full size cars my whole life, so we'll see how the van uh, works out, but I don't know. It's, it's weird to build something when you're not used to building it. That makes right. sense. You know, it's you
0: got to re- relearn everything
1: totally out of my comfort zone building it. <laughs> that's for sure. You know, not like your Fords or your GMs, you know where to bend them, you know where to plate them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh but I don't know. It's something to get out of the house and, uh, Try something new. Uh, we got a few guys around here that are slowly getting into the sport. So that's kind of the Vans is, Vans is where it's at. So we're kind of trying to help them get started uh, as much as we can. You know, everyone gets busy, but if we can. We try to help on weekends, help these other guys build cars. Just, to, you know, some of them weren't brought up with a mechanical background or the parents don't do it. So they're going to learn without without someone telling them or teaching them.
0: Right. Exactly. Like, I mean, honestly, I I wasn't really into derbies growing up until, you know, after I graduated college and really moved back uh, after COVID. So, you know, building cars with my dad, I mean, I I had to relearn everything. He'd get, you know, so frustrated with me on, you know, what he, cause I never really spent too much time in the shop. So, you know, even simple thing like Hey, go get me that crescent wrench. So, uh, what's a crescent wrench like? Yeah. So, I had to, at, at instead of learning that, you know, four or five years old, I'm learning that at 24 or 25 years old. So
1: right. It's, it's just a weird thing. Yeah, nothing wrong with it though. It's cool to see people getting into it, and uh, you know, it the people you meet throughout it, even if you don't go out to win. Most there's a lot of people that don't. They're out there to just have fun. Right. It's all about the people that you meet throughout the sport. You know, not even just over the whatever 12 or 14 years I've ran, but just in this short half a year that I've just done this podcast alone, the amount of people I've met and uh, I would consider friends now is like substantial. It's a lot of people.
0: Right. I mean, there, there's people that you really only see them at the derbies every year, but, you know, you the one or two or three times you see them, as if you you are you know family
1: right exactly exactly so. I don't
0: think you really see that in you know other sports or you know other motorsports like that I feel like it's more of you know a competition where you're just with your team or you know
1: right. by yourself
0: where it's more of a get together at a derby.
1: Right. So uh do you guys get a lot of drama at shows? I mean, oh, most promoters do, but I
0: I think we definitely get the most drama for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just just the nature the nature of the bees being as big it is as it is. It, I mean, there you you know how it is. There's yeah. there's not going to not be any drama at the Bash or cash. Right. I, I think we got everything planned for, but you know, there's always those few situations or few things that happen that you can't plan for that. Yeah, that's what everybody talks about.
1: Yeah, and people get loaded. And and that's the problem with social media. Yeah. Is right away, they go on social media. You know, 10 years ago, maybe even more than that, maybe about 10 years ago, they would have got loaded for the same thing. But you would have never heard about it unless you were like friends of a friend of a friend. Or now it hits social media and it's like, boom. Right. It's out there right away
0: in front of the world whether you know it's the full story or only half story or whatever it is
1: yeah i always look at it as there's always two sides every story so yeah you know what they say yeah you know it makes you feel like the other person's in the wrong but you never heard the other side yet there's probably a totally different you know stuff that wasn't said or it's just it but people like to uh like to post it gets grabs a little attention
0: (laughs) right I mean, I, I'm not the one I, I mean, obviously I use Facebook with running the Smasher page and all that kind of stuff, but I don't, I don't like to be the type of person to, you know, go back and forth with people on Facebook. I mean, it's, well, it's not going to solve anything.
1: Well, and at the end of the day, you guys are running a business. Um, right. We're in the same boat at the end of the day when you're running a business, I mean, you don't want the, the notion of your business is the one, Commenting back to people and talking crap, you know. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a handful of times that I've read comments and it just pisses you off. It's like you wish you could just say something back. But it's like I just gotta let it go because right. that's exactly what they're feeding into. They want you to say something.
0: <laughs> they want you to reply. That's all they want.
1: It's, yeah,
0: it's just to know that you or they bothered you. That's all they want.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So uh, is everything, everything's full at Bash for Cash then, you said. Is Blizzard Bash full now too?
0: Uh, Blizzard Bash is full. Uh, Bash for Cash is not full. Oh, it's not full. Yeah, so we have entries available in the Frank the Tank. Uh, We have probably 16 or so entries in that. And then in the Relic class, uh, there's over 30. Just those being, you know, 63 in order cars, there's really not too many out there. so. Right. Is there originally we took or we invited 20 pro stock teams. And as of right now, we only have 17 just with, you know, family stuff and life and, you know, whatever else people drop out for whatever reason. Uh, So, I mean, if somebody wants to build three cars in a week over the weekend and (laughs) want to bash for cash, they can. But I don't think that's very realistic at this point.
1: Right, right. Almost have to have, be something you have sitting around. Uh, at this point, do right. you, do you guys sell parts too? So I, I noticed on social media you guys are well, I don't know if it's you or whomever. I think it's normally you who's posting it, like door skins, uh, tubes, yeah. meth, things like that.
0: So so we sell them for Steve Robinson. He that's a uh, debt products okay uh, Steve, steve's getting older and he's really busy at his shop so he doesn't really want to you know go out and vend and you know talk to all the people that stop by and try and buy bumpers and door skins so really what uh ended up happening is uh like we would just buy the bumpers and door skins in bulk and then we sell them uh and then all the proceeds uh would go to pay out uh what if, Last time we uh, raised $11,400 for our courthouse crash show that we had at the end of last month. Sure. So um, we'll be selling stuff at the bash for cash and, you know, afterwards throughout all the summer. So not quite sure what we're going to put the money towards quite yet, but obviously I'll put it out there once we do figure that out.
1: Right, right that's cool we got an extra way to maybe make up some payments or not payments but make up uh, payouts at some of these county shows or whatever
0: right like uh really a big reason why we started it this year at the fair convention we asked all the contracts that were up for the fairs uh, for extra money so we can pay out more money well some fairs liked that idea and went with us some fairs didn't Well. For, you know the couple fares that we still have on the old contract. We want to you know increase the payouts, so we wanted to find uh, a way where we wasn't you know digging out of what we already have made. We wanted to you know right do something that way.
1: I noticed you guys went to PR. Was a PRI you went to? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We we went last year just to walk around I'd I'd never been there before sure so I just wanted to check it out I thought it was pretty cool
1: yeah have you been to SEMA before
0: no I've I've just heard about it
1: yeah that's probably one you should put on your bucket list
0: when when exactly is that
1: wow it's probably a bad time for you it's usually it's, it's usually the uh is it the first or second weekend of November normally
0: so uh, yeah it's yeah. a bad
1: bad time you
0: usually busy that time of
1: year. yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i'm pretty sure that's when it is because uh yeah. we we were trying to decide whether we were going to go to SEMA or blizzard bash last year so i think it's around that time
0: nice i mean like uh, i put a post on facebook a couple weeks ago about you know we were looking into having a booth there this year maybe And I'm looking for, you know, somebody or, you know, maybe even just borrowing a car, somebody build a car and, you know, whether it's a bash mod kind of build or, you know, something that, you know, because I feel like anybody that goes to PRI or, you know, anybody in actual motorsports doesn't really know what uh, derbies are. They kind of think of, you know, uh, rednecks and hillbillies and junk.
1: Yeah. They don't think about the engineering and the thought behind all these builds. And no uh, one really knows it. I mean, you, you hear all the stories or the people that bring them to like car shows and stuff. And people are like, just wow, amazed by, you know, right. what, what it is. And you know, right. it's, that's an everyday thing, but not to the average motorsport person.
0: Right. So, I mean, I, I think it'd be perfect to just, you know, put it in their face and, People can actually look and crawl under it and see everything that actually right. does go on in those kind of cars. So I mean, because realistically, in a even in a blizzard bash or a smash it class car, you got you know minimum twenty five thousand at least in that kind of builds. Right. Some guys are putting you know fifteen twenty thousand in an engine, and you can get up to you know crazy forty fifty thousand dollars pretty quick.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, it hasn't gotten any cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) Hasn't gotten any cheaper. And if you're going to play in those classes anyways, it hasn't be cheaper. Cause trying to keep up, you know, you got to keep up with the engine builds too, or got to have the power to push that heavier car and all that stuff. Right. So it's, and those big classes, the mod classes and stuff, they're hard to keep up with just due to the. It's so oh, it's almost to the point where not saying there's nothing they can find to do anymore, but they've almost exhausted most options, most gray areas anyways. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. What What is it on a blizzard bash car? Maybe four and a half inches of the frame is it plated or something, you know? Yeah.
1: A lot. <laughs> yeah. It's, so. it's crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, they, they've evolved, but there's, uh, I got pictures of a few, you know, there's a few people that build the blizzard bash cars around here and the mod class anyways. And I don't, you could show that to most any car guy and they, they're just like astonished by the work that and detail that's put into them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like
1: I, I usually have a picture of Tori Hyde's car on my phone for people that want to, you know, if I give him a reference of a car to see and he's always got some of the cleanest GM right. builds around, and just sure. what they, a couple of years ago, what they started doing with their trunks, you know, was like unreal. And <laughs> yeah. like even even older derby guys that are out of the sport now that see it, are like, wow, can't believe it. You know, that's insane.
0: <laughs> right. It's it's crazy. Like uh, my my dad and uh, my uncle Rusty, growing up, uh, they worked at like a, a sod farm, and on the weekends, uh, the guy that owned the farm would hire them basically to build their derby cars and he you know he had you know a stable of them so yep. they they would spend you know all summers building you know 10 imperials or whatever he had and you can only build one car in today's day and age in that
1: amount of time right right how do you how do you guys uh or how did you guys ever land on buddy as being your one of does he announce just blizzard bash or does he go to all your shows
0: he just goes to Blizzard Bash in Capital City. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, Buddy's been at Blizzard Bash for, I believe, as long as it started. So we didn't really want... I don't see, see any reason to fire him. I think he does a great job.
1: Right. No, I wasn't saying that. I was just yeah, curious.
0: Yeah. But we, we can kind of just grandfathered him.
1: Sure. Okay. That's... uh do you have announcers like that at your other bigger shows or is that kind of the only style of announce? I mean, probably have announcers, but like someone that's track side on the track interviewing, that sort of thing.
0: Uh, No, like at our County fairs and at the for cash, uh, Jeff rush uh, is our announcer. He, he's a really, my opinion, he's probably the best announcer out there. He's been doing it for, you know, as long as I can remember. he, when he was 16 and 17, his dad had Rushway demolition derbies, so he's kind of yeah. been around it his whole life. Sure. Uh, so, so he'll be doing uh, announcing from the crow's nest, and then uh, for like the county fairs that we have, multiple, we have a few other announcers. One of them is uh, Gary Zorns. Sure, uh, he he runs derbies with us around here in Ohio.
1: Okay. So
0: if you uh watch the uh gut and go class at No Mercy Dead Man show, he was the blue and white car.
1: Okay. Okay. And you uh did you you ran Whiskey City, right?
0: Yeah, for about two minutes, if
1: oh, that I had bad <laughs> luck, I'm assuming. Is that yeah. what you mean by that? <laughs>
0: that's that's what I would call it, yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. But... Yeah, there was a lot of good drivers out there. A lot. Yeah,
0: for sure. Whis- Whiskey City, I mean, even last year, like uh, with the one and done format, and I feel like even last year it was a really great show. I thought last year it was better than Capital City, honestly, just the pace of it. So right. even, even driving home from Whiskey City last year, I was, you know, putting my two cents in and, you know, Really, because realistically, I understand that, you know, the driver has so much time in the car, but, you know, the fans in the stands don't want to watch you run your car to save it for the feature. They want to watch you run your car. So, And, and, you know, you know, Capital City time of year, everybody's not really wanting to do a whole bunch of work. So I feel like the one and done situation is a lot more, a lot more fun for everybody.
1: Right. Yeah, no, it, it is kind of moving that way. A lot of the older drivers, to keep them in the sport, the guy's going to have to go to some more one-and-done formats just to keep them running so they don't have to work on their cars in the pits. Right. Now, we see it around here, you know. You know, it used to be a pretty heavy limited well, and now it's toned back to, like, like a stock, maybe super stock, and uh, just for the fact people don't want to be working on stuff near as much. Right. And I don't blame them. I mean, it's, it is a lot of work involved. A lot. It,
0: it's definitely, it's definitely a full-time job outside of work. Just mm-hmm. building a derby car, especially one of those kind of builds.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And when you're traveling with a car, you know, you're, you want it to the best of your ability. Cause you know, if you're going whatever X amount of hours, you don't want to go with junk. Anyways, right. I don't. <laughs>
0: right. Right, you don't board a whole car to, you know, go to the Derby and lose. You want it to right. be the best, best of the best that you can be.
1: Exactly, exactly. No, I'll be, uh, can't say for sure I'll be watching Bash for Cash. I'd like to, but we'll be at Memorial Madness. Um, otherwise, we would most likely be watching it. So, it, uh, I hope. I hope you guys have a great show. I'm sure you will. A lot of cars, which is awesome to see. A lot of good drivers. Um, do you have? Are those public? All those, all the flyers you sent me.
0: Yeah, they're public. I uh, I originally uh, put out the drivers list about three weeks ago, and then today I updated it with the most up to date. Okay. Many people had you know misspellings and all that kind of stuff. So
1: perfect. It's all
0: out there for everybody to see.
1: Sure. And do you just? Is it just on your Smash It page? Is that where you posted all of it?
0: yeah
1: Mm -hmm. okay well for the listeners um people that don't watch the visual portion you can hop on smash it's uh facebook page check out all the drivers lists lots of drivers did you say there's about 500 cars is that what i heard yeah yeah 531
0: pre-registered
1: yeah so it's gonna be a hell of a show a lot of cars got derby nation so you can hop on there and watch it all weekend i mean there's all sorts of action to be had this weekend um. Is there anything else you got for me?
0: Yeah, I mean, I got to give a shout out to, you know, our whole staff, definitely our inspection crew, our whole, all of our sponsors, all the drivers and the fans that come out without all of them. It's really just, you know, an empty fairgrounds on Memorial Day weekend. We're just kind yep. of the people that are behind the scenes putting the, the track in place and, you know, filing the paperwork and <laughs> everything else is – in their hands, really.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I know. Between the spectators and the drivers and then all of the help that comes along with it, that's your show right there. Nobody really knows or cares about what you're doing behind the scenes as long as it happens, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, well, I do appreciate you hopping on. Um, I'm glad to spread the word about Bash for Cash, Smash It. Um, your whole crew has uh, really kind of shaped our derby, derby world. Like I said, I've heard Smash it since I was a kid, um, so it's it's cool to see how it's evolved. All your big shows. It's nice to hop on and chat with you.
0: Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I really uh, definitely appreciate what you do, just getting the word out. And you know, uh, like I was telling you earlier, my dad and I definitely listen as much as we can just sure. to learn, you know, even one or two things if we're listening to a podcast. So I think it's a pretty cool thing you're doing.
1: Awesome. Well, I appreciate it.